Hello and welcome to Travel Riders Radio. You're tuned to Melbourne's J Air 88FM. We're here until 7pm and want to really thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Graham Kemlo. My co-host tonight is Rita Ehrlich. Hi, Rita. Hi, Graham. Good to hear you because we're not in the same studio and I'd like to thank the listeners too for joining us. Very, very good. Well, I heard this week about a mega project, a new development that might just be the key to Melbourne getting back its title as the world's most livable city. It's a $1.7 billion, with a B, dollar project just down the road at Docklands from that marble stadium. Now, there's been some controversy about Docklands, which reportedly has many of its apartments still vacant. Media has variously reported that the price of apartments sold off the plan did not meet market expectation when residents tried to resell. Hence, they've just left these places empty. And that's left a bit of a bad taste in the mouths of some. Other issues down there more simply relate to the ambience, the the wind tunnels, the fact that um, there's a lack of green uh, compared with concrete, not to mention... Uh, a story we covered about the closure of historic wharves being used by a very popular restaurant and catering company, the Atlantic Group. I think that's still playing out somewhere. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, that's an awful shame, Rita, because it was a very, very well-used facility down there, and they'd done a good job in uh, bringing it up, however. They decided that was a risk. Uh, Then, of course, we have the failure of the eye, the observation wheel, Um, I think initially the failure was caused by some extreme heat, high 40s in Melbourne, that caused some buckling in the, uh, I assume, the steelwork. Anyway, it's been an awful um, litany of situations down there in the Docklands, and Marvel Stadium is going through a $225 million upgrade to make it a bit more user-friendly for visitors, including something... Uh, apparently to be a night market. But down the road, this $1.7 billion project sits on a site similar in size to the stadium. It's around about 18,800 square metres, probably the largest remaining site in that Docklands uh, sort of former wharf area of Melbourne. Now, apparently, there will be some high-rise towers, both for rental and apartments for sale, plus a luxury hotel, a high-end wellness centre and a major botanical feature, presumably some sort of public open space. The developer's a guy called Tim Gruner and he's promising a world-class mixed-use botanical destination at a scale to rival the awe-inspiring buildings of Singapore, Dubai, New York and London. Well, that's not a mouthful. It's certainly a, a, a vision with a certain inspiration attached to it. Now, full details will be revealed next year when formal plans are lodged with the authorities. But maybe Melbourne will eventually come to love Docklands. Who knows? Rita. We'll wait and see. We might have to wait for a while. In other stories here tonight on Travel Writers Radio, Sydney-based travel writer Helen Hayes went on a yoga retreat to Bali where she fell in love with the retreat called Soulshine and the people, music legend Michael Franti and his wife Sarah, 
whose idea for a personal retreat morphed into a concept of sharing their home, their philosophy, and authentic local experiences. Belinda Jackson has had a flurry of travel activities over the last few weeks that we're lucky to squeeze some time into her schedule to learn what she discovered about Malaysia's largest but least known state, Sarawak, on the island of Borneo. And there are some great reasons to visit for its history of tribal cultures, its time as a Raj ruled by a British soldier, its unique wildlife, and its fabulous food. Bridget Leslie finds an Argentinian chef who for the past 10 years has been documenting the food of an indigenous tribe in Misiones, near the famous Iguazu Falls. With the help of translator Raymond Lee, whom we've featured on the show before with his Buenos Aires bike tours, Bridget learns about the circular economy of this tribe that has lived the same way for more than 500 years. And last week, we feared that our reporter Carolyn Jasinski was stuck on a cruise ship where more than 15% of the passengers had COVID. The good news is that she and her husband Rick managed to disembark at Darwin and return safely to Adelaide, from where she spoke to Graham about her experience on Cunard's Queen Elizabeth as a guest lecturer. Yes, she dodged a bullet, Rita, but it's good to have her back and to talk to her about an interesting experience. And in our long-form interview tonight, Rita Ehrlich, that's you, investigates a move by well-known Melbourne chef Matt Wilkinson, with some others, to perfect the art of barbecuing in the style of different locations around the world. He wants to transform the Aussie barbecue and take diners to the places he's enjoyed barbecue, from the slow-cooked American style to Japan to South America to Bali, Indonesia and to Mumbai, India, where... Uh, he will let you uh, be reminded of your culinary travels. Sounds like a lot of fun. That's what's coming up now on Travel Writers Radio here on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne. 